Welcome to TED In Your Head, the 10-minute podcast created exclusively to help you eliminate bad habits and success-limiting fears and beliefs so that you too can win at life and business. Your host is Ted Moreno, certified hypnotherapist and high-performance coach. On this show, we tackle the trash and talk some truth to transform your mind. Let's check it out and welcome your host, Ted Moreno. Hello there. Thank you for tuning in to the Ted In Your Head podcast. I'm Ted Moreno. I'm your host. I'm a certified hypnotherapist and high-performance coach. As a hypnotherapist, I tap into the power of people's subconscious minds. Hence, Ted In Your Head, because I make a recording of each of my sessions that I have with my clients, and I send them the recording, and they listen to it to get the session all over again and get those positive suggestions repeated. Hence, they have Ted in their head when they listen to the recording. So that's the joke there. Anyway, uh, for 16 years, I've been helping people. I love my job. I love being a hypnotherapist. And um, if you are interested in hypnotherapy, you want to talk about it, ask some questions, find out if it'll work for you. And whatever ails you, I'll tell you how to get in touch with me at the end of today's show. But for now, we're going to get into today's podcast the animating force within. So there's something that makes us alive. What is it? What is that thing that makes us alive? You know, when a body dies, when someone dies, it doesn't appear that anything's changed. All the parts of the body are still there, but something has changed. Something is missing. And what it is, it's the life force. That force which gives us life. And why is that important? Well, first of all, it's important to understand that we don't have a life. We don't possess a life. We all share in the one life. There's one life. And we get to access it for the short period of time that we are here on this planet. Now, what happens after that? Do we access a different aspect of life? I don't know. What I do know is we have a fairly short period of time on this planet to use that animating force which has been given to us, which we call life. So, When we're born, when that animating force has gone into a body and we become a new human being, we begin the socialization process. And what that means is we learn language, and through language, we learn ideas, and we begin to identify with our family, with our name, with our gender. We identify with the nation that we're born in. We identify with our culture, and we identify ultimately as human beings uh, born in a particular place at a particular time. That's just how it is. So if you ask somebody, who are you, they'll tell you their name, and then maybe they'll tell you what they do and a little bit about themselves. But all these things are they're just made up. They're not permanent. Eventually, they'll go away. 
So if we remove um, a person's name and if we take away their identifying characteristics and if we take away their memory, if we take away their belief system, what do we have? We still have a person, right? A person without beliefs or maybe a person without memories, but we still have a person. We still have something called consciousness. In fact, if we go even further, and let's say we could have that person be free from their body for a little bit, there's still something there. So when we talk about something like, um, I don't know, enlightenment, and don't ask me what that means, to be enlightened, but from everything I've read and everything I understand, enlightenment is simply when you stop identifying with your identifying characteristics and you begin to identify with the life force within you, which some people call consciousness, okay? So to understand consciousness means that you are able to look beyond thought and begin to see that below thought, beneath thought, there is a screen, if you will, onto which all your experiences, everything you see, hear, and feel are projected. So consciousness is a screen onto which the experiences of your life are projected. And so consciousness is also the watcher of that, the silent witness of everything that happens in your life. This is not a difficult thing to understand, but if you've never been exposed to these ideas, well, there's plenty of information out there about them. So people, all people, I would say everybody's looking to feel complete. Everybody's looking to find a place to rest. Everybody's looking to come home. One of my favorite authors, uh, Jed McKenna, said, you know, the truth is that everyone is by themselves alone on a boat in the middle of a dark black sea. There's a certain amount of truth to that. All we know is what's going on in our head. We can't get into somebody else's head, right? We have our experience. We can share our experience with other people, but we can't get into their experience. So we're all looking to be free from the illusion of being separate. And when we talk about the fact that we share in one life, to understand that allows us to be free from the illusion of separateness. If you have any experience with a feeling of oneness with everything out there, then you know what I'm talking about. But it's obviously difficult to get to that point. It takes time and effort. And this is the purpose of meditation, prayer, and contemplation. The purpose of these um, mindfulness practices is to get in touch with what some people call source or spirit or consciousness or God. In other words, that which existed before all the details came up, like your name, your date, your birth, your gender, etc. What we are, essentially, is consciousness. What we are is simply awareness. This is self-evident if you take the time to look. So the animating force within is simply that which allows us to have the experience of life. 
Take some time to be still. And I know it's difficult for some people to be still. But if you can take the time to be still and close your eyes and look within, it's possible to connect with that force within you. In fact, a very interesting thing to do is to just lie down and acknowledge all of your immediate sensations, such as pressure, heat, you know, coolness, uh, itchiness, you know, the pressure of clothes. You can look below that and look even more deeply into your body, then you can actually feel that life force within you. And it's really an amazing thing. And there's a lot that can be said about this, as I've said in the past. But it all starts with going a little bit deeper within. Now, I assume if you're listening to this podcast, that's something you're interested in. I know there's a lot of people out there that, you know, they wouldn't find any value in this podcast because many people are very much focused on everything out there. Okay. And that's okay. I have no judgment about that. But personally, I'm an introspective person. I'm a person that seeks for some of the deeper answers of life. Um, so these kind of things are important to me. So if you have any questions about that, you know, there's all kinds of good books, and I would be happy to recommend books that kind of open the door to this exploration. And it's not tied to any particular religion or philosophy. I would suggest that it's our natural state to feel at one with everything and to be able to connect with our eternal essence. But, you know, I, I believe that the original sin, if you will, or the expulsion from the Garden of Eden, if you will, these are metaphors for our disconnection from our own divinity right? And I think even if you're a very religious person, this might make sense to you, right? That, you know, the original sin, if you will, is that we've lost connection with that within us, which is animating and eternal and everlasting, whatever you want to call that. So there you go. Just some thoughts about the animating force within, kind of giving you a little peek into some of the ways that I think. And uh, if you want to talk about that or if you want to get better at connecting with that, tedmoreno.com is my website. tedinyourhead.com is my web page for my podcast. And there's always social media. You can always follow me on social media, say hello. And uh, I also want to mention that I offer a, a complimentary phone consultation. So if you want to have a conversation, ask some questions, I'd be happy to do that for you. Again, tedinyourhead.com is my website. So let's finish with a quote. It goes like this. You, as consciousness, are the stage upon which the actors move, the screen upon which the film of life is projected, and the animating force present in each actor. That is by Gangaji. Gangaji, G-A-N-G-A-J-I. So I'm like, Gangaji, that must be some old Indian sage that lived, you know, thousands of years ago. Well, I actually <laughs> looked it up. Gangaji is a, a, a modern woman who's still alive. So I thought, wow, that's, that's pretty interesting. So anyway, <laughs> little tidbit there. 
So thanks so much for listening. And um, reach out if you need to. Take good care of yourselves and your loved ones. And uh, talk to you soon. Bye. Thank you for joining us on today's episode of Ted In Your Head. If your bad habits and limiting fears and beliefs prevent you from achieving the success you want, it's time to take out the trash, talk some truth, and transform your mind. To learn more about how Ted can personally help you win at life and business, visit www.tedmoreno.com. That's www.tedmoreno.com. Thanks to Dimitri Rosti and Isaac Taylor for their help in producing this podcast. See you next time on the Ted in Your Head podcast.